0: Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Everything Local. Today, I'm joined by Dan from D Campbell Constructions. Thanks for joining me, Dan. Thanks for having me, My, my pleasure. So, tell us a little bit about you and, and what you're about.
1: Um, was born on the beaches and then moved into Normanhurst when I was young. Um, went to Normanhurst Primary School and then finished off at Penrills High School. Yeah. Um, left there in Year 11 and got into the trade. Yeah, nice. Me sensational
0: yeah so you pretty much jumped out of school straight into construction work is that what you started doing or
1: yeah school was never my forte so um so I started in commercial when I was young and did my carpentry apprenticeship and after finishing that up um ended working with a iron builder on the um northern beaches which is good
0: Yeah, so pretty prestige property that you were working on?
1: Yeah, it was millimetre or you're redoing it. So it was a good motto we had and it was really good to have that sort of like it had to be perfect. So I've certainly taken that and then brought it into my business, which is even better.
0: Yeah, yeah. And talk to us about your business. You've been in it three years now, I think you're saying?
1: Yeah, proprietary limited. We've been three years. I was a sole trader prior to that, so started doing outdoor entertaining areas, your decks, pergolas, and once we got the builder's license, then sky was limit, so proprietary limited, and yeah, yeah, we've been doing everything that we can get our hands on.
0: Yeah, nice one, and is it just you and the team, or has you got a group of people that work with you?
1: Um, We've got a group, but predominantly there's myself and two others, so one other builder and our plumber works with us full-time, basically, which is great.
0: Yeah, interesting. Okay, because you're in that bathroom space as well, which I think you do a fair bit of work there. So, obviously, having the full-time plumber is important.
1: Yeah, Speeds the process up by about a day, I think, we gain, which yeah. is sensational yeah. and um, gives him some carpentry skills. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> yeah, eventually get him out of the carpentry work as well. But I guess it's good to have someone doing both the jobs so you don't have to sort of um, get someone else in to do that and you lose a bit of a margin on that, I would have thought.
1: Yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, if they're caught up on another job, then that's a day we lose. And, I mean... Today day that a client doesn't have their bathroom, which never ends
0: well. <laughs> so. I can imagine. You've probably picked the one uh, ber- sort of ber- space in a house that really needs to be done the quickest, right?
1: Yeah. It's certainly like the block for the first week. Yeah. And then it sort of mellows for the next two weeks while the waterproofer and Tyler goes through. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, that first week, I think I lose about five kilos yeah, of okay. time. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, you'd be under a bit of pressure in that regard, wouldn't you? Oh God, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know because I've seen people go through that experience. And like if it's a kitchen, it's a little bit easier because you can put your stove outside or you can get takeout or something. But in terms of going to the bathroom and showering, that's a little bit more challenging, isn't it?
1: It is really challenging, especially when they want to do multiple. If they've got more than one or yeah. they've only got one, then it's sort of how do we work it to make sure that the client's not losing out?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. And you were telling me before, in terms of the areas that you work in, you're doing some jobs in, in Barrel, is that right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So at the start of it, we we're, yeah. Luckily enough, we had a client that asked us to go to Barrel for him. So yeah. we did a small renovation for him and redid all of his gutters and did a pergola and some internal works. And then we were followed by the neighbour asking for us to go and do some work there. So yeah. it was quite interesting working away from home. And then... Luckily now, we're finally where I'd love us to stay, which is in the local area, which is yeah. nice.
0: Yeah. Okay, so mainly focusing on local, if you can get in. And so, what is the actual work that you do? So, we're talking about bathrooms, pergola's one thing. What, what else do you actually offer?
1: Well, our slogan is nothing's too tricky for a DC chippy, yeah. and that's really what we strive for. So, we love everything. We specialize in outdoor entertaining. Uh, sorry, with... Oh, sorry. We specialise with um, bathrooms. Um, I mean, we did used to specialise in outdoor entertaining areas. But um, we'd really like to start pushing into the renovation market and start to be able to really produce some high-end homes and – enjoy that sort of side of it. Cause yeah. that really comes with the detailed work, which we really enjoy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And is there any particular strategy that you're looking at in trying to work your way into that marketplace? I mean, if there's people listening that wanting to start their own business or are thinking of a similar situation to you where you start off small and start to get into different things, do you have a particular strategy that you're focusing on or you're just trying to sort of word of mouth?
1: Um, yeah, word of the mouth has gotta be the biggest thing. I mean, that's, you know, get a. it's almost a guarantee. Mm. Each time But um, we work with a company called Focus Media They do all of our media work So they'll video our bathrooms once they're complete And um, it's just about being social I guess Chatting to people Let them know that we're there And um, yeah really trying to get the name out there
0: yeah. yeah, And your social media space is doing quite well at the moment. Um, what's been the driver behind that? I mean, obviously a lot of people are on social, so it's a bit of a no brainer, but you've really picked up the quality on that. I think what I found is of uh, whether it's not just the construction game, but just social in general, there's people that might just throw random things out there, but then there's also people that throw really good quality, which I think is a reflection of your business by the things that you've been saying. What was the reason why you jumped into the social space in terms of having it such high quality?
1: Um, well, I guess like you're saying, it reflects your business. And I yeah. mean, that's what we strive to always make sure we're giving our client the best. I mean, they're always putting their money into yeah. it and you know they want to return for they're paying.
0: Yeah, of course. And um, so tell us about the business journey so far. What have been the sort of challenges around opening up your own business?
1: Yeah, so the biggest challenge has always been cash flow. I mean, that's always going to be anyone's Drama, yeah. I guess, but um, and we've had a couple of unfortunate instances where clients sort of didn't want to play the game and didn't want to pay invoices. Which, I mean, that sort of then came back to the cash flow. So, yeah, a lot of it's predominantly about cash flow, um, the finance between it, and then just getting out, being social so that you're getting the work. So your team's always busy and everyone's happy.
0: Yeah. And how did you pick up work in the early days? What were some of the things that you had to do in terms of trying to secure business? Did you do a lot of marketing and advertising or was it more just getting out there and getting in front of people?
1: (laughs) Yeah, getting out there and getting in front of people is probably the biggest thing. Um, But it was always about that client that we had. We made sure that, you know, they were our world and we really focused on, making sure they were happy, making sure the job was right and fixing yeah. anything along the way that they weren't comfortable with or happy yeah. about. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, interesting situations that you've been in in your job, anything that's sort of been out of the ordinary, whether it be a renovation or something like that?
1: Um, the best one was probably recently when we were doing a bathroom in Normanhurst and Damo, our plumber, he was there on the jackhammer and... All of a sudden, the jackhammer just disappeared. Right. Gone, Where's the jackhammer going? He goes, just fell through the floor. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the floor was completely rotten out, which was yeah. very concerning. I bet. I mean, I was more concerned about what Jackhammer. Yeah, I was say
0: <laughs> <laughs> not about Damo. Damo'll be alright. Nah, no, there's well, plenty of Damos around, isn't there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fall through. Which I mean, yeah. then I'd be angry because I got to patch the floor as well. But <laughs>
0: Damo's legs being broken or something. Nah. <laughs> he bounces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I guess you don't know exactly what you're going into until halfway through the job, right, sometimes?
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd love to be able to x-ray walls and tell clients, yep, we can do this or Mm -hmm. we're going to have problems. But the reality is that, yeah, we never know what's behind walls and it's it's only when we start pulling sheets off that we find out what we're really in for.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. And where's the business going next? Like you're obviously talking about you wanting to get into the renovation space. What, What else, what would you like to see happen with the business moving forward? Um.
1: The ideals would be like the long-term plan for the five years is to start splitting into two crews. So we'll have myself running one of them and hopefully the other builder we've got sticking with us because he's quite elderly. So he's sort of getting away from doing the jobs himself and I'd yeah. like to bring him right over to us. And ideally would love to keep doing the bathrooms because it's a lot of fun and mm. the great quality and they look amazing afterwards. So it's really good satisfaction and they're quite quick, which keeps it fun as well. And then, yeah, start building the renovation side so we can sort of capture more of the market and keep growing as a team and yeah, learn new skills.
0: Yeah. That's what we were chatting about before we um, got on the podcast is that once you get the bathroom done, you sort of realize that maybe the laundry needs doing. And then off the back of that, you realize that maybe your kitchen needs doing. So there's always things that flow off the back of that. And you're saying that sometimes you're just going to do the bathroom, but then someone will say, oh, would you want to quote that for me and see how that goes. So I'd imagine that that would be a, a large piece of your business in terms of repeat and referral. And also when you're in a house getting other things done, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, once we're there, it's like, well, we're here. So it makes yeah. sense. You're not, you know, paying for us to come back. We'll just tag it on and yeah. get it done at the same time. I mean, yeah, the bigger projects, sometimes do to come back if it's yeah. dependent on a DA or compliant development, if it's that sort of scale that they're going to move it to. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, once we're there, it's like, well, it makes sense. We've got the trades. That's right. Yeah, so... may
0: as well get started with it. And do you get involved with the whole, um, like, extension process yet or is it mainly sort of internal renovations that you're doing?
1: It's mainly internal renovations. But, um, yeah, when we do get questioned about it, it's always great to be involved because it does make it a bit easier if you've got the builder involved at that stage so we can work through what potentially is going to be the problem in that renovation and we can chat with the draftsman, the engineer and really actually help the actual projects move it quicker because mm. we've already been there through the planning stage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, and so anyone that's thinking of opening up their own business in the trade and the industry that you're doing, a couple of pieces of advice for them.
1: Um, I reckon my biggest piece of advice, which I only took on recently is getting a bookkeeper and a great accountant that are there for you. Cause Up until recently, I was doing all the books and it's hard to do the books, talk to people and swing on a hammer. So once I've, now that I've got that, the company, once again, it continues to progress because we've got the people in the right places with the right skills. And yeah, that's let me free so that I can then, yeah, so keep chatting to clients. Mm. Social media, I think is probably the biggest one I mean everyone's on it Mm. you know The Amazing Houses you're selling we can Mm. check it out there great podcast they're on there so (laughs) yeah
0: good plug yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) no worries at all Yeah, like I think that um, it's definitely a a sort of driver for people like play to your strengths and sort of outsources your weaknesses. Um, Obviously, there's costs involved in doing that. But if it allows you to be on the hammer more or for me to be in front of the client more and therefore generate business, I think cash flow is the biggest challenge at the start. And that's what we're finding within our business. Like there's lots of opportunity out there and there's things that we need to outsource. But it's also the balance of um, whether you can actually do it yourself and maybe do a couple of extra hours or whether you're at your wits end, you can't do any more hours and you have to sort of hire someone to put on and I think that sort of bookkeeping space and the accounting space is massive in your industry because I think that you know most people in your industry they're just better on their hands in terms of being on on site rather than actually worrying about what's happening in the background invoicing quoting and all those sorts of things right
1: yeah completely I mean yeah exactly like I mean you couldn't explain it any better yeah Yeah. I'm better on on the job and I'm better to have a bookkeeper that sorts the accounts for me and just make sure I quote them properly, yeah,
0: I guess. Yeah. <laughs> don't stuff that. Don't yeah, stuff. that's the
1: uh, stitch up really. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, look, we, we get into those situations as well where we'll sort of underquote something in terms of our services. In term, we, we charge a commission. We can't raise that commission over time depending on how long it takes to sell. And sometimes if a property takes too long to sell, you don't get paid as much as probably what you should have. But I mean, there's jobs that you win and you lose, right? In terms of you some you make and sometimes you lose and hopefully you just break even at the end, right?
1: That's it. I mean, at the end of the day, the quote's a quote. and We'll always honour it. So if I've managed to stuff it up, which I never like doing, because <laughs> you'll <laughs> you'll never hear about it, but I certainly know about yeah, it. Definitely, but, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we'll honour it, but, yeah, you, you always want to make sure that you've got the program as well behind you, that yeah. that actually shows you where you lost the money so the next time you can go, okay, let's actually allow a bit more for that.
0: Yeah, definitely. So apart from bookkeeper account and social media, anything else that you would have done sort of differently from the get-go? I
1: um, don't think so. No, I'm pretty happy. I mean, I probably would have tried to be a bit more social and really start to chat to people a bit more and be a bit more confident Mm. but I guess that's one of those things that sort of comes once you've been around for a little bit and you've Chatted to a client, and you've started to get the feel of it all.
0: Yeah, yeah, that takes a bit of time for you to be comfortable within, not just within your own skin, but what you're selling as well. And I think that for you in the industry that you're in, you're with your hands and you're, you know, you're with the tools and stuff, you're not so much a sales agent. But then when you get into the space around quoting, you've really got to pitch yourself. It's not just about going there and doing the quote, right? And saying that this is how much it's going to cost. It's, you know, showing the client some of the work that you've done in the past, some case studies, just so they can feel confidence in the work that you're doing. and I'll a lot of the stuff may come as referral business, which makes it a lot easier, but you've still got to go somewhat sell yourself. Would that be the case?
1: Yeah, exactly. Everyone wants to know what their money is about to get them and where your standard lies with, you know, other trades. So Mm. yeah, you really do need to skill up when it comes to your, um, your selling technique. And Mm. I mean, we're quite lucky. We've got the videos and photos and we've you know, multiple photos get taken throughout a job. So we can talk a client through the process quite well mm. and why we may be better compared to another trade. So, yeah, um, yeah I think your photos are your biggest thing because they say a thousand words and, yeah. yeah, it can be quite clear what you're about yeah. and um, where your selling point might be compared to some other... Builder or carpenter that's into it.
0: Yeah, and look, as it comes, like comes to mind, just a random thought. Like a lot of the people that I talk to, and they get us in to give them advice on what work they should do before they actually get the work done. And there's this always this one concern from people that they don't know what to expect in terms of what if something goes wrong. And obviously, you don't have a control over that, and neither do I. But if you're sitting down in front of the client pitching for business and saying, "Well, here's some photos of a previous job that we did. This is what went wrong because it was like out of our control. We pulled the floor up and it was all rotten. But this is what we did." To actually resolve the issue, and this is what extra it costs the client, or those sorts of things. So I'm thinking to myself, well, there are probably some things that the consumer would find interesting to know that you've been able to manage risk in in the past in terms of your previous clients. So I'm not sure if you dive deep into that. That was just a random thought that came to mind, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, we're quite lucky that the way that we like to build is very much um we put right back to the scratch. So. Yeah we start with only the timber floor frame there. So it actually isn't that much extra if, like, the floor is rotten, which Mm. is a prime example for Mm. bathrooms. We've already ripped up everything, so we can just get in there with the frame and just put some new joists down, which is a lot easier because of the way that we've originally quoted it, where if someone was to tile over tile or something, you never know what's underneath you. so. That's where it can be really dangerous, and we yep. never do that for that reason. Yeah,
0: yeah, and obviously explaining to the clients the reasons why and all those sorts of things. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. good stuff, man. Look, mate, we appreciate you being on the podcast. I'm absolutely loving seeing what you're doing on social. You know, I follow a lot lot of different tradespeople, and you're probably one of the ones that is putting the best content out, like really good quality content, really informative content. And I think that's pretty important in that social space. So congratulations on doing really well there. We're loving seeing all the work that you're doing. Thank you for doing everything what you're doing for the community as well. So I know it means a lot to everyone. And um, yeah, we look forward to seeing you out and about and keep killing it. Thanks
1: a lot, Josh. Really, really appreciate your time. No Thanks worries. for
0: having me. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Everything Local podcast with Josh Saliba. We really want to push the community and showcase the local businesses by providing them a platform to tell their story. Support these businesses by following the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you are a business or know of a business in the local area and would like to feature them on an episode, Please contact Josh Saliba with the contacts provided in the show notes. Tune in next week for another episode of the Everything Local podcast.